0: Surprise or whatever, yeah. and you looked up, and I'll never forget the look on your face. <laughs> I have a video of it. It by was the way. like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what is this? What is this? Is this for me? Like, you weren't sure. it's seemed. I like was you-
1: so. I was such a deer in headlights. It was insane.
0: Yeah, you didn't get it, and and part of that was because your birthday was two months ago.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the podcast.
0: All right, lots to unpack here.
1: I got something for you, please,
0: Julia. where you came up with that idea
1: dude this guy was a huge turkey
0: what is this japan which is one of the reasons why i hadn't told you about it
1: no and i also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me yeah yeah which of course you were oh yeah
0: welcome back to oops the podcast i'm francis ellis he is julio Galarati.
1: that is who i am
0: good to see you
1: pal (laughs) what's up dude
0: well, um, I'm coming off a little bit of a pizza hangover,
1: dude. Okay. So a few weeks ago, you guys might remember uh, me talking about how I want to, the next time I have a birthday party, I want to have like a child's birthday party, like mm. a seven-year-old's birthday party with dinosaurs and trophies for everyone for no reason Yeah, the, a participation. This is
0: troubling in a way.
1: And in a specific, there's a specific place too, a Bravo pizza. I think it's on 21st and Park. There's a little upstairs area. And I would go in there and I'd be with my friends and I'd be like, dude, I want to have a party up there one day. And like it became this joke, right? My parents heard that episode of the podcast and threw me the fucking party.
0: They sure did. <laughs> and Hill Dog too.
1: Yeah, I think my parents were like were the masterminds sort of think, it, and then Hill Dog was the man on the ground.
0: I think Hill Dog had more to do with it than you'd think, but I could be wrong. Um,
1: no, no, she definitely did. No, she definitely
0: did. I'm saying, I'm saying in the genesis of the party. Oh, right, right, right. Because she texted me originally and said, I think she said that she had been listening as well, and then she and your dad both conferred. Interesting. And just realized that that would be a fun idea.
1: Well, the, the 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 angel that she is, she was saying, uh, you know, it was your dad's idea, blah, blah, blah. blah. But yeah, I, I gather, too, that she was very uh, much involved in the planning process. I mean, it was a very small little thing, but it was very funny, dude. And it, so the whole day, my dad had planned this weird day for us that he, like, very much made me commit to, which was fine. But it was really <laughs> hot. We're doing all this stuff, driving around the city, doing fun stuff, whatever. And... He starts just being like, I want pizza tonight from that place you had talked about. I'm like, bravo. He's like, yeah, let's go there. And I'm like, okay. I was like, why don't we like call it in and bring it to the house? And he's like, no, I want to go there. And I'm like, dad, why? (laughs) I'm like, there's nowhere to even sit in there. Because in my head, the upstairs catering area is not the actual pizzeria. So I was actually ragging on the place, which must have been confusing for them. I was like, dude, that place is a dump. It's not. But like, I I was like, why do you want to eat there? You know what I mean? Which now, so then, like, I I basically am sitting there attempting to sabotage this little plan that they had put together, and I run in to grab the pizzas, because I had also ordered myself separate takeout, because I was like, dude, I don't want pizza. Like, I had just gotten back from being on the road all weekend, like, I was trying to just not, I was trying to eat healthy. Obviously, for a huge fucking pizza party, I'm going to eat all the pizza, but if it's a non-occasion Tuesday night, I don't want pizza.
0: Tuesday, remember, is Julio's day.
1: (laughs) Tuesday, yeah. It That's is his
0: day of the week where he gets his life together you're right
1: dude thank you for remembering that of course it is i i get my life together i'm productive i eat healthy i have a very good day most tuesdays It's my favorite day of the week as far as productivity is concerned so i don't need and then my dad starts being like order pepperoni i'm like you don't eat pepperoni i'm like since when do you eat pepperoni so and i'm like being very patient this whole day i was like kind of tired and then i start to get a little like grumpy because he's just hammering home this pizza idea not to mention it seemed as if my uncle and my mom Zio butch was in the was in the house didn't want to be doing all this gallivanting they i I don't know if they had planned it to make it seem more realistic but he's like why don't we do this and like what can we just go chill at julio's apartment
0: whoa
1: like i remind that's a
0: deep cut i know
1: i I had reminded them i'm like guys i now have an apartment where i can host people we Mm -hmm. can go hang out in the apartment for a little you know let's just chill wow we'll bring pizzas over like no my dad's like i want to eat there
0: there's some there's some really deep fake reverse psychology going on there to have two of the three in on the secret duh, trying to trying to shoot down the secret
1: right so dude then and we'll talk more about the party reveal and stuff but i felt re- when i initially saw what was happening I immediately just felt racked with guilt that I had been resisting <laughs> that I had been making uh, it so difficult uh-huh. because this is the nice, one of the sweetest things anybody's ever put together on my behalf. It was touching and sweet and it was great, dude. Mm-hmm. But, but I felt bad because I was like, I don't want to fucking go there. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I want don't want pizza. pizza. The
0: place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking
1: about, dad? The place is great in the scheme of things, but whatever. So, it ended up being great, dude. It was also funny Ricky's So, it was a 7-year-old's birthday party. Had a big birthday cake with a seven the number 7 happy birthday written on the wall with like a it was a banner.
0: We had we had medals.
1: Probably eight people there, 10 people there. Yeah, medals. medals.
0: Participation trophies yeah. as though we'd as won as a a meaningless co-ed soccer game. <laughs> right.
1: And uh Ricky's son was there, who's like 4. Yeah. And seeing him have fun Really should have validated the party. We needed him. We needed him. That they had planned a party properly.
0: Yeah, we we definitely needed him. He was the the piece that sort of allowed us to all see the the world through his eyes, through his prism. (laughs) Exactly. And if not for that, it would have just been a bunch of weird adults (laughs) doing some very bizarre role playing activity.
1: Dude, there were dinosaurs. There were plush toy dinosaurs. There were bubbles. People were blowing bubbles. Yeah. Danny Palmer sitting there wearing a little birthday hat, <laughs> blowing bubbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dude, at one point, Ricky's son starts singing happy birthday. Then everyone starts singing happy birthday. And after happy birthday, dear Julio, he chose to omit the final 25% of the song and just started going, yeah. And then everybody started going, yeah, dude. So funny. So we sang happy birthday twice. We blew out the candles together. Okay, dude. Sure. Let's do it. Uh, really fucking funny. It was great. Um, it was
0: really fun. Um, it's fun to be in on a secret for a friend. Yeah. that a, a surprise party. I haven't done that in a long time. Um, and especially something so bizarre. We had this wonderful vantage point where we were all up on the sort of balcony area waiting for Julio to walk in, <laughs> totally unsuspecting. And sure enough, he he comes straight in. And everyone... Nobody... Nobody had decided when exactly we would reveal yeah. ourselves. We're in plain view, but down below is the the pizza counter. Right when you walk in, with a whole case full of slices, so there's a lot to distract the eye from where we were. And sure enough, Julio came in, and with it was almost in, instantly this uns, this unspoken agreement: Oh, let's not yell yet. Mm-hmm. Let's not yell yet. And you walk straight up to the counter. You started ordering pizzas or something, and then we all went surprise or whatever. Yeah, and you looked up, and I'll never forget the look on your face. <laughs> I have a video of it. It by was the way. like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what is this? What is this? Is this for me? Like, you weren't sure. it's seemed I like was you-
1: so. I was such a deer in headlights. It was insane.
0: Yeah, you, you, you didn't get it, and and part of that was because your birthday <laughs> was two months ago. <laughs> It was a unseasonably late surprise birthday party.
1: It was insane. Uh, It's just
0: a totally, totally delayed fuse, which was great. I mean, if you ever want to throw someone a surprise birthday party, (laughs) do it months away from their actual birthday. That really helps elevate the surprise. And he kind of figured it out. And then he came up and, and his parents walked in and we all had this great time. You know, just drinking beers, eating pizza, having birthday cake. (laughs) You know, it was great. I I had an absolute blast. It was fun, man. So very fun. Very. There was a
1: couple of things that are funny. So first of all, so there's a. I'm going to post the video of me. I guess when the day this episode comes out, it would make sense to do that. So, of me seeing the surprise and being like, "Not, dude, it's crazy!" Like, you know, when something just happens so fast and then you realize later, like it's like rare when that kind of happens. I remember one time. My dad almost got pickpocketed, and I watched it happen, and I made eye contact with the guy, and it still took me like 30 seconds for that to like, for me to realize what had almost just happened, and this was sort of a similar
0: thing. I'm sorry. I have to pause you. There's a blimp. <laughs> oh, I was just telling Ryan about the blimp. <laughs> When was the last time you saw a blimp?
1: Dude, that says Shark Week. At first, I thought it said smoking Ween. I was like, what the... <laughs> I was like, what is that? We're just smoking wean up there?
0: I haven't seen a blimp in quite some time. It's been a minute, I thought Dick. they'd gone out of out of style.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen a blimp nineteen twenty seven.
0: There's only what? there are only twenty five blimps in the world?
1: Oh my gosh. Chris is saying that there are only twenty five blimps. They used blimps to be a world. big
0: deal. They were such a fixture at, at football games. You know?
1: Dude. Blimps, fucking—that's crazy. I'm Blimps like, are kind of cool. Blimps are sick.
0: Sort of the—it's the bastard child of airplanes and hot air balloons.
1: Yeah, didn't pan out. No, Hindenburg. It's the—it's <laughs> the vine. Do you think of that the air him- travel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think that the Hindenburg really end, uh, ended the blimp craze?
1: It seems like it, it had a big
0: probably so like
1: blimp travel.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, Damn. that was crazy. Okay, sorry.
1: Okay, no, no, it's alright. So, dude, I. Multiple people were like, dude, you really like when you come into a place, you take a really wide turn. And I was like, really? That's that's what you have to say. I don't feel exposed enough. Now you're commenting on my odd what, turn radius. What does that mean? They're like, dude, you took that turn so wide. Into the Into pizza the pizzeria. Place? Multiple people said that. Two different people. Told what a me.
0: strange, separately geometric observation. <laughs> I would not have clocked that for uh, you.
1: <laughs> that was one thing. Secondly. Danny Palmer got me a Nerf gun. Mm. And as I opened in, Hillary goes, oh, God. <laughs> and everyone's like, well, what's wrong? And she's like, he's going to like start hunting me down with that thing.
2: <laughs> what did I do when I
1: immediately when I got home? Fucking oh, no. loaded that puppy up and hunted her down, dude. Yep. But those things rip. Oh, do they? I, yeah, this they've particular one yeah. is pretty strong. So I'm they've probably gotten, not going to be shooting her. They've
0: gotten better. Yeah, they got to be careful. and lose um, an eye that way.
1: So that's the deal. It was hot up there. I appreciate mm-hmm. you guys coming in. It was, was a warm. hot, hot day. Uh, what a funny and random, fun thing.
0: Yeah, really, really great. It's just an enjoyable experience all the way around. Got to meet <laughs> Brent. Oh, yeah. I really hit it off with Brent. Brent was in the mix. Brent was there. Brent was a million dollar man. I, I really enjoyed talking to him. Guy's Day nominee. He is so 100%. <laughs> might even be, Might we might even give him a horse. He might be. <laughs> We might even give him a horse to be on the front line.
1: He's on the board.
0: Yeah, he's on the board of Guys Day. Uh, Brent Brent is going to be riding up in the front flank, up and down the line, being like, Guys! Are you ready? We need to give him a flag. You exactly
1: know? the day we've been waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So good. So um,
1: good. Dude, he gave me a good gem the other day. I was complaining because I bought a basic economy fair on Delta Oof. and I didn't realize that they've changed it this year or that you no know longer get MQMs from those oh, wow. or miles. I mean, I bought it with miles, but yeah, it's like super savage. And anyway, I was bitching to him about this. He goes, dude, I told you. And then he goes, if you purchase the Piker Fair, you're going to get treated like a piker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> piker? Piker. Piker. Wow. What piker a, is the, like a loser. It's the British it's, oh, the British it's the British term. It is? A piker, I think, is uh, a British term for like a gypsy, or is that pikey? I think it's piker. Interesting. I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, no, You, I've never understood what it meant. I just have always known that he meant it in a derogatory and negative yeah. way to whoever the piker was. Pretty good. Not based. Pretty up, good. Yeah. So anyway, like yeah, I'm glad you guys get to spend some time together. Nice to see him. Um, we
0: talked watches for a while. He's uh, got yeah. a pretty nice piece. He's a good watch guy. He's for got sure. a very nice piece. <laughs> not gonna lie, I, I I saw it immediately, and I thought, oh boy.
1: You know what's funny? I'm so, about to
0: lose right. 45 minutes to an hour.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's all thing. He loves consumer goods. But dude, so Hillary <laughs> said that you said to her at one point she that you were like. Man, there, there's some nice watch. There's a couple of nice watches in this room. And that she was just like, Phil and who?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she knew
1: this one guy always has like... Three, yeah, we had only, you know, watches. only
0: six or seven dudes there. And two of, you know, 30% of the party was wearing watches that <laughs> wearing most of the world watches. can't get, you know? So <laughs> it was pretty cool.
1: There's a big watch showing in the building. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, dude, good stuff. I appreciate you coming through. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast and monetize, so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Awesome! Uh, I know you've been busy. Getting, yes, doing all sorts of stuff.
0: I've been all I've been around. Been getting around. Uh <laughs> We went to Maine for seven or eight days, and boy, what a place!
1: Did you drive? the uh, we drove. We drove. Was it so? so is there a place to charge your car up there? Oh, oh
0: yeah. It's everywhere. Easy. Man, Tesla's ubiquitous it's at this point. It's easy, Yeah. And also, my parents have one of the chargers at home. Oh, amazing. So that, that changes the game and makes me realize how much better our lives would be if we had a charger at home.
1: So is this saving you a ton of fucking money now that oil is so expensive?
0: Yeah, we could not have timed it's the switch time. to an electric vehicle any better. Dude,
1: $6 a gallon in New York, like, uh, sucks. effectively. Sucks to guzzle. Good for you, man. That's um, so badass.
0: Yeah, costs like $18 to fill up the Tesla, you know, for a full, full battery and loved it. I love it. I mean, most importantly, it's just really fun to drive. It's a totally different experience. Yeah. Um, but we were up in Maine and Maine is a full 15 degrees cooler than New York just every day. So a 95 degree day, you've got an 80 degree day in Maine yeah. and it's not humid. We're on the water and it's just an escape, man. Yeah. New York has gotten so bad. It's so hot and so unbearably inescapably hot that yeah, it's hot. I just want to carve out as much time being away from here as possible in the summer. So we went right. up there and, I didn't realize how little I have to do right now. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really realize that. Just for lack of a better word, I was on vacation.
1: It's great, man.
0: Because Sierra had to work. <laughs> you love to see it. And I always assume I have, you know, have to do things. Mm-hmm. But I had worked really hard for three months, grinding and traveling and being on the road and doing all this to lock down a sort of three to four week period of my summer where I wouldn't have much to do. And then all of a sudden I was in the middle of it and didn't, didn't, you know, cause there's nobody for me to say to put paid time off in the calendar app for. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that I have to clear vacation days with. Right. Right. And so if I just, all of a sudden I'm all just on vacation, right? It's, it's sort of like, Oh, I guess I need to invent things for myself to do.
1: Totally, dude, totally. And I, I think it's
0: very weird
1: for what we do, that is the healthy relationship, in my opinion. Because there's a way, the reason why you have to be so, I'm going to find things to do-ish, is because you're the only one who propels your business forward. No one else is going to do shit for you yeah. if you're not trying, right? So there's lots of things that you don't have to do that you could do. Mm-hmm. And if you go 10 years without doing any of those things, you'll find yourself in a much worse place oh, than, totally. than the person who was. Yeah. So- I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, there'll be times where I'm like, "Oh my god, I have so much to do! I have so much to do!" And then I'm like, "Do I though? Yeah, yeah." <laughs> you know, I stay busy, but then, like, if I want to take, if I'm, if I've been crushing it, working hard, like, there's no reason I can't take a couple of days. To yes,
0: but but that's my point, right? So typically, I think we will have a couple of days in a row that are just all of a sudden a little quieter. But then it's usually right back. You know, mm-hmm. you've got a, some shows or whatever. This was a, 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 I was. I was. Law adrift at sea with no wind <laughs> for like three weeks. I really, truly was. Wait, Maybe. What do you mean though? I just I was up in Maine all of a sudden, and you know Sierra's waking up early. She's got to log on to her stuff for. But did calls. you say
1: eight days you were there? Yeah, but you just said three weeks.
0: Right. Well, so even the week. Okay. coming into that all I, was, I was just played a lot of golf nice 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 and then we were in Maine for 8 days and that was even even less activity and then when we got back from Maine this week it's all picked back up mm-hmm. and it's been and I'll tell you that was a difficult readjustment because, as I said, just as there's no I'm leaving on vacation, there's no I'm back from vacation.
1: Yeah, yeah. The problem and with settling into vacation too much is that it then becomes hard to become I, a person I got again. back, and all of a sudden,
0: <laughs> the day, two day, two or three days in a row, just smacked me in the face. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I had, to, I had to get from one thing to the next. My whole day was filled, and I was like, oh, who, who did this? <laughs> And I realized, oh, it was me. I agreed to work again. <laughs> um, and so, whatever. Very busy. But Maine, Maine was great. Now, he, there's some things of note. First of all, <laughs> we were up in Maine. We went out on the boat one day. We planned a little picnic. Dropped the anchor off of a sandy sort of cove. And we were in the islands near Portland. Uh, and out of nowhere, the Coast Guard came over to us. With their lights oh, I flashing, saw this, I saw this. And boarded us.
1: It's like a. Anytime I've seen that, it's like surreal how good they are at doing. It.
0: Oh, they're good. It's fucking nuts. They're dude. built for it.
1: It's unbelievable.
0: And they've man, I'm not kidding. I have never been. You want to talk about my enjoyment of watching men work, men in uniform? Uh, this was that on steroids. They had a boat. They had a freaking boat. they had bulletproof vests on full outfits coast guard hats right they were wearing these like life preservers over their bulletproof vests what yeah and you're like well if someone shot you would that life preserver still work and then they had guns you know they have guns any guy that has a gun on him for the mil you know for the the police i like that i always look at it I look at their gun so intently that I worry they think I'm going to snatch it.
1: You're going to like snap the cat thing off yeah. and pull it out? Yeah. I Reck think that I dream. need, I'm
0: like, it's like looking at a woman's breasts. I'm like, oh, don't, they're going to know. <laughs> look, look, look at their eyes. Don't look at their gun. Look up at their eyes. Up here. Up here. That's how I have to remind myself. I'm like, don't look at that. cool. What else does he have on that cool Batman belt? Because they got so much stuff on that belt. They do. And the Coast Guard has even more. They've got like compasses. and. All oh, right. Friggin' exacto (laughs) knives and tool kits to help restart the motor. I don't know what it is, but all kinds of stuff. Flint and tinder in case they get, you know, fucking castawayed.
1: So, so why did they board you or mount
0: you? It was, it turned out to just be a routine thing. So they were going around, I think, doing, they probably, it's like, it's probably like the equivalent of a traffic cop needing to issue a certain number of speeding tickets a day. So this, you know, this was just them coming on board to um, go down the checklist and make, make sure, sure that we had everything. They ask
1: if you had been drinking.
0: They they didn't, but my mom volunteered that we had not
1: been drinking. Okay, okay. we were dude too... <laughs> just...
0: The I'm not kidding you. Like if you you could not script a more <laughs> white privilege law enforcement interaction. <laughs> we're on a boat right having like prosciutto and fresh mozzarella and arugula from our garden sandwiches (laughs) drinking spindrifts. uh you know and they come aboard and the first thing they say is they yell to you they go we're gonna board you have you ever been boarded by the coast guard before and they're they're like smiling about it you know yeah and we're like nope this is our first time Mm." (laughs) And then they they go, We're gonna pull up, we'll just, you know, hop aboard and whatever. They come on, they're super nice. Um, they actually had a a lady with them too. So there was a lady coastie. That's what they're called. They're called coasties.
1: Coasties. Yeah.
0: And and by the way, um, I talked to my friend who's in the military, uh, and I was like, What's the what's the impression of the of the Coast Guard among the military branches? And he goes, Yeah, they've got a great life. You know, they probably have the best life. And it's hard to get into. It is, and they're they're chiller. And I hate to make this comparison because I don't want to insult the Coast Guard, but um I think a a decent comparison is that the Coast Guards are to the other branches of the military what dentists are to the medical field.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Uh it's a very good quality of life. I think it's not as intense and regimented and kind of uh, hardo like get in line shine your boots type thing <laughs> right. and they were all really pleasant and they were you know they were going down the list now my parents especially my dad are are, are notoriously absent minded and we, <laughs> I mean historically we've never had enough like life jackets on the boat we will look at like a seat cushion and be like that probably floats um, <laughs> and just really really haphazard in making sure that we've got everything in order but they're They're going down the list, and I'm like, oh, my God, please let us pass. Please let there be enough. You know, you have to have a a flotation device for every person that's on the boat, and they had that, and then they had to have, I think it's like two fire extinguishers, and they had three.
1: (laughs) Did you know you even had one? I didn't know we had any of this (laughs) stuff.
0: No, I didn't know anything. Um... And and it's like uh, they take your license and make sure that you have no prior boating citations, all this stuff. They're just going down the whole thing. We pass with flying colors, and then they like got off the boat, and we like waved goodbye to them. And I just, I was like, wow, we really dodged a bullet there. And then I'm like, no, we, no, we fucking didn't.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, you didn't have like two kilos we were, of cocaine yeah, on board. We were
0: fine, and we were always gonna be fine, and that was just a very white privilege-y thing
1: that's hilarious yeah you weren't know, smuggling nova scotian salmon yeah we didn't have any Estonian maritime border
0: sex workers yeah. down in the hold <laughs> We're no human trafficking no no kilos of meth nothing nothing coming in uh you know in that they knock the top of the motor off and you see that hidden compartment right. so yeah i was it was really exciting and fun and cool and uh they were very attractive all these coasties and i don't know it's kind of fun
1: do the first time I really even become familiar with this process was from the movie Coda. Yes, because there's that big boarding scene that happens there, and right? They're not they're not that nice to them. And... They're
0: not that nice to them because they don't acknowledge them as they're coming aboard because they're deaf. Right, right, right. And I, I I think I thought back to that. I, that's a great reference because mm-hmm. I, that's exactly what I was thinking about. I was thinking, are they going to come aboard with the same? uh you know blood and vinegar that they did to the boat in in coda right and they were so much more genial Mm -hmm. and kind of gentle as they as they pulled a a aside. um but i do think that is a pretty like accurate depiction for how they would do that crazy yeah
1: crazy um and i wonder if it's harsher harsher practice when it's like a commercial boat
0: yeah maybe maybe so
1: did you guys? What the fuck? Like, if they saw you three, there's no way they were like, these guys. Are we up need to, to no have good. our yeah. yeah,
0: be on our guard.
1: Look at the way he's taking a bite of that prosciutto sandwich. Right, he's clearly up to no good. Yeah, dude. I
0: mean, they're flying <laughs> like a flag. You know, <laughs> they they they're exactly there. That that bread looks like it was bought at a farmer's market, <laughs> which it was, which it was. <laughs> which it was. Yeah. Oh, that's great, dude. So that was really fun. Cool. Um, what else happened in Maine? We we had a really nice time there, and then we drove, we were going to go back through Connecticut and stay at my uncle's beautiful farmhouse for the weekend. Where does he live up there? He's got a house in West Cornwall, which is oh, a wow. stunning place. Wow. Um. But then we got a text from a very dear friend that uh, he was going to propose to his girlfriend Ah, on Friday evening. And he said, I know it's very last minute, but I would love to have you guys there. And so we changed our plans and drove all the way back to the city a day early to be with them for that. And between your surprise birthday party and then... You know, being on the inside of this pending proposal, it's been a fun t- series of uh, surprise events. Yeah, dude. For, for me, I've been able to, to, you know, jump out of hiding and be I like,
1: ha ha! I know.
0: Yay! Uh, and that's really fun. It's fun to celebrate your friends.
1: Super fun, dude. Yeah. Um, that's awesome, man. I'm happy. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: The crisp, scintillating sound. So of a newly opened Hangobi.
1: Newly opened Hangobi. We've been getting a lot of messages about people seeing Hangobi in the wild.
2: Oh, they're is in that a, so?
1: Yes, they're in a ton of stores now. Oh boy. Um, and if you want to find one, there's a store finder on the Hangobi website. Um, so we encourage you to go check it out because I got a very fun message last night in relation to Hangobi and it goes as follows. This past Sunday, a friend of mine and I, both longtime listeners, found some Hangobis. We made some mixed drink hanger spaniels, call, oh. called them hang ronies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like hanger spaniel better.
1: Use, it's pretty good. Use big whiskey cubes too. 11 out of 10. Wow. People love the hangobi and it makes me so happy that they're in the wild. If you go in there and you like one, go up to the clerk, tell them you like it. And that really helps out the brand. Yep. Uh, and you just got to keep the hang obi going because it's the best.
0: Keep a lookout. Take a picture of yourself drinking one over some ice cubes. Uh, maybe we'll repost it. We love it. Hang Obi. It's got L theanine, thionine theanine that everyone is saying is the uh, most important thing going these days. Snaps your mind, body, and spirit back into shape.
1: It's a it's a h- great health beverage. Uh, tastes good, makes you feel good, give you a nice pick pick me up. And uh, you know, I came for the hangover cure and stayed for the taste. That's it. So go to hangobi.com dot com right now and use promo code Oops, I'm Hung. You will receive thirty percent off of your order. That's oops, I'm hung. Thirty percent off the order. They got the wake. Uh, they have the essential. I believe the recovery is sold out. Um, but go in there and see what's up. They're delicious. You're gonna love them. So, did you guys do any like wedding stuff while you were up there too?
0: Yeah, we we did a little bit. Um, How is that going? It's in good shape. We've we've kind of. I think everything is in place. I think that. Um, we we you know we walked the site. Everything looks good. Um we had a little bit of a disagreement. We had a oh, little yeah? bit Sierra and I over a, a what I would call a major major piece. Oh wow. Yeah. Um Do tell. So you know you know the, the site where my sister got wet, uh married is in front of our our house uh you know overlooking the water which is the the most obvious place to have our ceremony because it's on the water it has the view and is stunning and is where my sister had it um but our wedding planner had told us that given the number of people we have coming which is clocking in now at about a hundred
1: is that more or less than your sister
0: it's more got it uh originally she had planned for 150 but then you know that was their original wedding and then they covid happened they delayed they delayed Mm -hmm. again and then they got legally married and and had a child and then they just decided to have a very sort of a much smaller more intimate ceremony of like 50 people nice and our wedding planner told us that with 100 that site was going to get a little bit congested they're always using these terms like the flow it's gonna mess (laughs) up the flow it's like, well, just tell like people that. to walk slower.
1: <laughs> you know, what do you want me to say? Rank.
0: Like, uh, let's let's direct them like sheep. They'll yeah. be fine. But no, you know, <laughs> Sierra instantly didn't love that. She she wants the flow to be good. It's got to be a good flow. Heavy flow. Heavy flow. <laughs> so, um, you know, they, she said it'll be fine. We just may have to have some of the guests stand in the back. And I had no problem with that. But Sierra didn't love that. She didn't want people standing. Uh, And so that's when Sierra started thinking, well, maybe we can have it on this other sort of lawn area, which is in the woods um, and doesn't really have a view. Um, But there's a really cool footbridge that leads over there, Mm. which I could tell as soon as she got it in her mind that she would walk over that bridge in her flowing dress like some elven princess (laughs) emerging from the brush <laughs> it was going to be very hard link to divorce her <laughs> from that idea you know just coming out of the mists Dude, to tap great. me on the forehead with eternal life <laughs> Summon me to the Netherlands with my pointed earlobes. That's fucking great. So um, I just knew. I just knew it was going to be very difficult to shake her from that, and I I kept thinking, okay, this is going to be ha- this is going to be a moment where I'm going to have to ex- exert executive male authority
1: <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: the only way for me to get my way on this because i've i've conceded on 99 percent of the wedding stuff
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know from a from a combination of just choosing to not care but also knowing that she cares a lot more than i do yes. i want to yes. give her what she wants and etc but on this one way to go i really wanted to get married in front of of uh, on the, on the other lawn with the view of the water, where my sister got married, and um I really wanted it, and I just thought, okay, I'm going to start nice <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start gentle step one and how many days and how gradually will I have to turn up the heat before I say you know something like we're doing it over there. End of discussion. Mm-hmm. Something something really <laughs> something really like uh almost. I don't want to say misogynistic, but like
1: old fashioned. Yeah, but yeah. That's that.
0: Yeah, that's it. End of discussion. <laughs> end of discussion. Throw an end of discussion through at her way, which I've never done before. I've never just like blatantly told it. Now I had some reasons for this. One was, uh, you know we we had been we've been working on the garden around the main house for for months with the idea that that's where the ceremony would be and this other lawn there's no there's been no prep cuz there's been no thought that you know so behind the scenes my mom is thinking like well this is this ceremony's going to be here like uh-huh. yeah that's we're going to spruce this up and lots of work has gone into that and you know i think i i i just i was just like yeah that that therefore That's where it needs to be, right? Mm -hmm. Plus, I didn't buy what the wedding planner was saying, that people would need to stand, because I was eyeballing this space for 100 people. And as someone who routinely performs in rooms that have 100 people or more that are much smaller than this lawn, Mm -hmm. I thought there's going to be no problem packing this many people and seated. Right, We're not going to... They've got this incorrect.
1: So, okay, and and is that what ended up unfolding? Not really. Right. I'm really bad at that, too, at eyeballing chair capacity where I'll look at a theater of people and think that, like, there's half as many as there actually are.
0: The issue came down to um, we wanted to do the... If we wanted to do the ceremony there as well as the, you know, cocktail reception drinks prior to heading to the tent for the big dinner and dancing and stuff um it was going to take a it was going to be hard to move that many chairs out of the way with everybody kind of mingling around waiting for their drink so we had this idea that maybe we would have everyone do sort of like a guided walk through the woods and the gardens or whatever uh while we got everything out of the way but again it just kept it come came down to the idea that the flow would not work and if you have people moving the chairs in and out, somehow we were going to have to pay them extra to do that. And ultimately, I just, as, as was the case, as is the case with everything, I fucking gave it up. I gave up the fight.
1: Wow. So it's being moved?
0: Yeah, we're doing it her way.
1: Okay. Wow. I thought that this was going to end with you triumphing.
0: No. <laughs> I lost
1: again. Oh, and 10
0: I lost again. And now I'm at a point where I don't know if I'll ever win anything. I am defeated. She is undefeated. I don't know what I'll have to do to even regain the possibility of ever winning something. You know, her mind now is like, it's sort of like... um I think when you let a, a child, a young child, come sleep in your bed, right? People are like, as soon as you break the seal, yeah. dangerous game. Yeah. Because then they're going to want to do that. You're going to want to do it. It's nice, but then they'll sleep in there until they're 14 years old. And yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't, you just can't allow it. Separation to church. You I, say, I don't know how I will ever be able to tell her. Now, I say that she's a very reasonable person, she's not demanding. So hopefully we'll just be able to meet in the middle somewhere but at some point i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it you know once again i was
1: dude the wedding's tough man it's like you're fighting up in weight class you know there's nothing you can there's nothing you can really do as skilled as you might be like it's her thing like yeah it's just what it is
0: so it you know she'll get her fucking elven mystical journey across the bridge and all of that, and I'll be waiting for her, like hold my dick like a loser, <laughs> uh, just like, well, here she comes,
2: oh, everybody she turn their heads
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be great, I'm being an asshole, um, but that was an interesting moment, you know, yeah, and uh yeah, so so that was the big that was the big kind of thing we we that we finally decided upon, and with that out of the way, now I think the rest is just. Minor, you know, checking some boxes and things like that. Yeah. But we managed to, uh, we, had, we had gone over our budget a little. We managed to claw back within the budget, which was a real thrill for me um, because, <laughs> you know, we were going to have to make up the difference, and uh, now we're, we're back in, in range, and everything Great. is uh, ship-shape. We got the boys coming, Chris and Ryan. Oh, yeah. The whole team coming up. It's gonna, it's gonna, be, gonna be it's gonna be a a wonderful day and week and weekend. I'm psyched, dude. Uh, I'm excited. A the very, home stretch is
1: upon us, man. We're
0: close, man. We're, we're close. Gee, that's a pretty sharp Henley you got on there,
1: dude. Thank you. Rule of Threads all the way, baby. R
0: O T. I can see looking pretty. <laughs> Gee,
1: dude. So I'm gonna get into this a little bit more when we uh, when we talk about this on on the next episodes. But um, I rocked the Rule of Threads polo shirt when I went to the casino in Monte Carlo wow! to try to look as swag AF. Um, I, I leaned into the local kind of dress a bit Mm -hmm. um, without going overboard because I didn't want Hillary to be stressed out. Yeah. Um, But I was rocking polo shirts all much of the time. And I kind of cruised right into there, sat down at the blackjack table, lost a hundred dollars in about three minutes, (laughs) Uh, but I look good doing it, pal.
0: Hell yeah. That's all that matters. It's all that matters.
1: Rule of Threads has got you covered for all of the essentials. Some of the finest men's apparel that exists. uh, And just a slew of different t-shirts and polos and Henley tees. Uh, They're even making jackets. Dude, they're just clean, simple, premium menswear basics.
0: Putting the premium in premium, baby.
1: Right? Grab the joggers, too. Uh, They're amazing. They're comfortable. Good for traveling. Good for being swag. We like being swag. Mm -hmm. You like being swag. Go to ruleofthreads.com. Use promo code OOPS, you'll get 15% off of your order. Uh, We've already been alerted that they're going to be rolling out some new products soon. We're super excited to announce some of those. Uh, But it's just the best thing if you're a guy or if you're looking for a present for your guy. Go to ruleofthreads.com, promo code OOPS, 15% off your order.
0: Now, I have a suit. I have a suit to wear. We talked about that. Yes. I'm wondering if I need another suit and i'm talking something cool
1: <laughs> that forest green
0: well we've got we've i've got this suit which you know was bought for the ceremony but could very well be used for the the sort of uh, friday night bridal dinner reception drinks mm-hmm. outfit which would open me up to buying something for the um the wedding the ceremony i could flip the script because i started getting i started warming up once i lost the once i lost the (laughs) location i was like now i need now i need something for me which is how it works i need to remind myself that i have the power of choice uh, leverage and i have anything at all that i have anything at all and so for me that might be going out and revenge buying (laughs) <laughs> something preposterously expensive like a james bond suit i don't know something <laughs> cream something adjacent to the color she's wearing i don't know <laughs> i don't know what it'll be no, um that
1: seems well, it, it, i would
0: obviously run it by her mm-hmm. but uh you know the suit i bought was very inexpensive and so um I'm, I'm wondering if i if there's something that i could get that would just be truly truly cool
1: yeah yeah. Uh this is the ultimate shop for the occasion moment.
0: I've I have I I reached out to um do you know the throwing fits guys? No. Uh they have an amazing uh fat men's fashion podcast. They just got a major spread in the New York Times. They're hilarious. Um I've done it before back when it was at Barcel, it was uh failing upwards. And uh Now they've gone alone and they've grown and they're doing really well. And I ran uh, into—is it James? I ran into James at brunch (laughs) in Brooklyn, and we caught up. And you know these guys—you'd like these guys. They're They're fucking hilarious, and they—they're not too serious about fashion. Mm -hmm. I think the podcast does a quick rundown of like what you're wearing and gives you some tips or whatever, and then they get into everything else. But I asked him for some advice on on where to go, and he was like, "Well." You've kind of run out of time to do a custom suit, which was a relief because that's when you do really get expensive. Mm-hmm. So I got to get something off the rack. And he, he threw me towards a, a, a shop in Soho that does some cool stuff. And I might dip a toe. Yeah. I might dip a toe.
1: Dip, dude. Yeah. Dip, dip.
0: So we'll see. Sick, man. I got my visa for Kenya and Rwanda. Wow. Uh, I'm going to get my immunizations which I'm concerned about. What are they? I think it's typhoid.
1: Is it for Kenya?
0: Yellow fever.
1: Yeah. Mal- that-
0: I'm going to take some malaria pills. Oh yeah. It's it's I think it's more for Rwanda. Really?
1: Yeah. I I well, that, that's new. When I went, I only needed to to like I I could choose to take malaria pills. But maybe I had just already been immunized for this other stuff.
0: It's possible. I it's hard to get a read, dude, because we reached out to the travel company and asked for their advice, and they just responded saying, "We are not legally allowed to offer you advice on which vaccinations yeah, to take." Interesting,
1: I, dude, I, you're good, you, like get them, but like you're fine. Really? It, yeah, dude. And there isn't even bad malaria in East Africa. Like, you don't have to worry.
0: I think where we're going um, in Rwanda is a low risk area because of the elevation. Oh, interesting. Um, uh, the higher you are, the less likely you are to get the malaria mosquitoes, mosquitoes. Stuff. interesting um but that through the rest of rwanda you know where we fly in on the way in it's a three-hour drive from there i think i don't know i don't know if that's a high-risk area it's if, not if anyone listening has any clue
1: bro i mean, i i i know some of but you stuff. went a long time ago no i didn't four years ago it's not a long time ago you're right I like. I'm just saying, it's not a high risk for disease at all, and it is like this. It is so they have their shit together so much there. It's not
0: a knock against the country. I know, I, I
1: know I'm, but I'm saying like I I don't recall getting immunized, and they were all joking about how malaria in Western Africa you can get it really bad, but how in over there you like nobody really ever gets it. Mm. And like, take I took the pills just in case.
0: The reason I don't want to do it is because insurance doesn't cover these. Vaccinations, and I don't even know what they're going to cost. We could get crushed.
1: Where did you see the? Was there like a CDC thing? Where did you see the recommendation? You go
0: on the yeah, you go on the website. It has a list things that they suggest that you have. Interesting. Do you
1: know like what dengue
0: is on there?
1: They even have immunos- I've had that before, by the way.
0: Well, I don't even know what dengue is. It's
1: some stupid thing. I, I got it in in the Caribbean, and you just get like a really bad fever and shit, and feel like shit.
0: Yeah, see, I don't want that on my honeymoon. I know, but I don't
1: think they even have that there. That was written on the list? Pretty sure. Interesting. Yeah, um, there's a
0: bunch on there. All the heps.
1: You have all those already. Do I? Probably. should do I you don't need know. to check. You might have all these. I right. don't know, man. You might be immunized for all this stuff already. Okay. You should check. Because-
0: I don't think I have malaria. Or or yellow fever. Do I have yellow fever? There is no fever?
1: malaria vaccine, I don't think. you take The yellow fever you may have, but you went to China, so you almost definitely have
0: it. I don't think I got it for China. Did I need to have it for China? I don't, I don't really know.
1: I, maybe things have changed for Rwanda. I just remember when I went, I just need to do the malaria the hell pills, is, what, what which is, I did for, I didn't even need to do, but I did, I did. You took them? I did take them.
0: So it was preventative? We all took them, yeah, preventative. Mm. Might it, be nice to have a few of those. It was no big deal. In the old, uh, you know, fanny pack.
1: I don't think that malaria is the end of the world, too. Like, I know it sucks. Yes. You, yes,
0: it is. You always,
1: when you have yes, it, you it always is. have it. But, like, I think you've, bef- like, I.
0: I don't want malaria. I don't
1: either. I don't. Dude, it I'm has not, killed so many people. I know, but I'm not saying not to take. I'm not saying not to take uh, the pills, but I don't think it's, like, something to be scared of. That's all I'm saying.
0: I'm scared of malaria. I think that's the one I'm the most scared of. I think more people
1: died of malaria
0: during the Civil War than, like, bayonets. I could be wrong about that. I think it's, like, That's pretty treatable. almost certainly wrong. But, dude, it has ravaged, it. isn't it, it, it it gives you really bad um, diarrhea, right? It makes your lip all fucked up. And then makes you so dehydrated you die. Right. Isn't that right?
1: I think if you're not treated properly, then you, then it can be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think, like, these days it's a big- Boy,
0: we're going to have a whole lot of facts from Ryan at the end of this yeah. episode. But,
1: dude, don't be worried. There's nothing to worry about, man. Like, you're going to a pretty chill part of Africa. It's going to be great. I'm excited for you.
0: Nice. Um, okay, good. That's my update on life. I, I have one more thing I wanted to ask you about in the, in the spirit of weddings. Sure. So an ex of mine, uh, an ex, a girl that I just sort of dated, but but she was great. I for not not too long, probably three or four months. uh Got engaged, hmm. and I liked the photos. Mm-hmm. Am I an asshole for doing that? No.
1: Why would you be? I don't know. What's assholish of it about it?
0: Um, they probably don't want to see from me. What? They don't want to hear from me. They don't want my stamp of approval. Do you
1: not like other things? Is this the only thing you've ever liked?
0: Um. I think I've liked a few of their couples picks.
1: I no, I really don't think you're being an asshole at all. I don't think that you somehow liking it means shit. Like they're not like I can't believe he would do that. Or like who like what?
0: Let, let me add a wrinkle. Okay. Let me add a wrinkle. Um, the guy follows me, which makes me think he might have been a fan. Okay, and. It's entirely possible that he has no idea that she and I used to date.
1: Got it. Uh, I still don't think you're an asshole. You used to date her. Who cares? Like, yeah. You know?
0: And it ended very amicably. It was no big deal. Right. I, I now think she's happier and I'm happy for them.
1: Yeah. I like people's things who I used to date all the time. But, but, and I think that the engagement thing is no different than just any normal post. Hmm. Okay. I, I see what you're saying, like somehow you're like big time in the guy or something, but you're not. Okay. it's not what it is. I,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't
1: want them. You didn't them, I don't
0: want them. I didn't. I don't want <laughs> them or, or him or her <laughs> to think that I am reminding them of my former involvement.
1: I don't think that they think that. Okay. Good. But who knows? Maybe they do, but I don't think that they do.
0: Got it all right that's good to know uh, yeah i, wouldn't, that's good to I know. wouldn't sweat it dude that i didn't sweat it though. much i didn't sweat it too much
1: it wasn't <laughs> i wasn't
0: it wasn't the malaria sweats you're in Schwitzen. no um rocking my bird dog shorts right now i can't remember the last day where i did not wear bird dog shorts if i'm honest they're super comfy man. it's the answer to hot weather for me
1: yeah, it's true. That that underwear liner, man, just keeps you cool. It's really clutch when it's ninety degrees, ten days in a row.
0: Exactly. Um, super lightweight, very comfortable. They move with you. The underwear liner doesn't ride up. Uh, it's just a a perfect short for walking around the house, walking outside. If you find yourself exercising, I I rock them in the gym every time I work out and uh they're they're my answer to pretty much everything i need in life so
1: dude it'll be funny when i'm walking around and somebody knows that i'm wearing bird dogs like there's certain hints that kind of tip you off like that little back zipper Mm -hmm. with the little blue dangly zipper like like that's only a bird dogs thing since i've ever seen so if i'm wearing it sometimes people will be like are those bird dogs and i'll be like yeah and we'll kind of like wink like the way that two people who are both driving a jeep wrangler do when they drive by each other yeah there's like a salute. (laughs) <laughs> so join the secret society That's of right. bird dogs. Yeah. Comfort and fashion.
0: Go to birddogs.com. Use promo code banana and you are going to get, I think it's a dad hat uh, at this point. So go to birddogs.com, promo code banana and support the pod. All right. What do you got? You got some well, stuff? Well,
1: dude, I've been thinking, I have been, was having a kind of Francis thought the other day mm. where I was kind of like, my sort of spending habits have really ramped up Uh-oh. a bit. Which is bad because at first, like I sort of, if there was ever a moment where I started to make more money or something, I, it didn't necessarily affect my lifestyle at first, but then gradually I started to do things that were like, became normal that I never would have done before.
0: Give me an example. I don't
1: know. Either for convenience, like how casually I'll order in Uber Eats is concerning to me. Yeah. Whereas before I had a no Uber Eats policy. I wouldn't even do Uber Eats because it was just too expensive. Because fee-wise, it ends up being more expensive than some of the other ones. So really? I, I just wouldn't. What just, do you use? I used to use Seamless, which at the time was less expensive than Uber Eats, all things considered.
0: I think all of those are really a, a, a trap.
1: So I don't know. I think Seamless have maybe has maybe changed a bit. But back in the day, it used to be that they were in-house delivery people. So like somehow it made it a little less expensive. Whereas the Uber Eats, like you're... you're essentially hiring somebody to do the whole thing
0: okay you. so you order dinner for you mm-hmm. what is the cost
1: not even that much dude but like say come on say, come on say it's lunch if it's oh, like
0: you're ordering lunch yeah, on sure. uber Eats? say
1: it's saturday afternoon that's crazy $27
0: that's crazy
1: it's not it's it's
0: that's crazy i'm sorry you can't do that you got to walk saying, out of your house to get your lunch to grab stuff. I know you got to do that. Go to go to you know sweet green or a bowl place or sandwich mm-hmm. place. Get your, get yeah.
1: Regardless, yes, these are dinner, concerning. Dinner is fine, but what? Why is dinner fine, but lunch is not?
0: Because dinner is the end of the day, and you're settled, and you don't want to go anywhere, and you don't have the energy to cook. You've cooked a couple nights mm-hmm. in a row. You just say, you know what, fuck it. And as long as you are selective about it, and realize that ordering is as much of a treat as going out to dinner, you have to think of it in those right, terms. Right, right. You have to say ordering from a restaurant is as though we are going out to dinner.
1: So, but it's it's only not because it's just inevitably less expensive. I, I never, I will never order from a place that I would have gone out to dinner. If that makes sense. If I'm going to spend that much money on food, I want to go to the place. This
0: is interesting because we rarely order, but when we do, we only order, order from places that we would have gone to dinner.
1: Right. So I, I wonder about that. Like, so if you break it all down, right? Like, where do you? Th- I wonder where we like measure up against each other and stylistically. So, like for example, if you guys are going to two like nice dinners a week or something, versus we don't do that. I'm not saying you do, but I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, style-wise, mm. specifically how that all breaks down. Where it's like, okay, when you order in, you order in from a place that's really sick, right?
0: Well, it depends. That's a good point. I mean, no, I, I wouldn't... Ugh, man, a lot of those super nice restaurants in COVID, they, they opened up delivery options, mm-hmm. which was really fun. There was this sort of, let's call it Prague Spring. <laughs> <laughs> of 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 delivery of delivery, of delivery from fun, places dude. like Lartouzy and friggin' mm. you know all the all these amazing places and now those places have gotten rid of their delivery they don't do options it anymore? yeah because they don't need to because everyone's back at their mm-hmm. restaurants um and so now when we we order you know we we like to order indian food mm. that's a that's a thing we'll often order has that
1: has that become a thing for you Have you guys always been really into it
0: I don't. I don't know. We haven't always been, but it is definitely our probably our most go to order wow. thing. Wow! And it's a treat. We I, love it. I love it too. We'll do it like once every two weeks probably. Mm. And uh, we don't really order as much now from restaurants that are like you know entrees and things like that. It'll it'll be usually something in the vein of a delivery. So I mm. don't know. Maybe, mm. maybe. But I say that and. I also say that I have this feeling where like ordering a cheaply because we're just being lazy, like a poke bowl Mm -hmm. or uh, a a rice grain bowl. I mean, even that still comes out to being like 50, 60 bucks for two people with all the fees and the tip and all that. And I'm just like, what's the point?
1: I know. know. Why
0: didn't we just cook up some frozen shit from our freezer? The food's not that good. Mm Mm-hmm why did why did we bother with this right that's sort of my feeling on it if we're gonna order i might as well spend 120 bucks 100 bucks 120 bucks and order some really cool stuff that we don't make ourselves
1: Mm -hmm. right so yeah we we have not been great about cooking historically the past three four weeks hillary's really been fucking crushing it shout out to hill dog uh hasn't she been away uh yeah but she's been back now well maybe not four weeks but like she's been back for like two or three weeks
0: god i can't keep track of where you and i are i know i know
1: um but anyway yeah we'll talk more about that trip on the next episode because i don't think we've actually talked about it at all yet but dude she's been really cooking a shit ton she's a really good cook dude she has good instincts like She'll just kind of, like, make decisions that Mm. weren't written down. Cool. And, like, have the confidence to do it and do it well. You know what I mean? It's impressive. Uh, It's a good, it's a thing that, like, you know, she just, she's got it, you know? Like, if she were to spend a lot more time cooking, I think she'd become, like, an incredible She's
0: got it.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby, she's
0: she's got got it. (laughs) I'm your Venus. (laughs) I'm your fire. Cook me dinner. All
1: right. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so she's been cooking well. That's been nice. But dude, yeah. Still like, all right. On a Saturday afternoon, for example, I'm hungover, and there's just like nothing in my neighborhood that I want. So I'll order a fucking breakfast burrito from Two Hands, which is downtown, too far away. That'll be like twenty five dollars, which is like just a waste of money. But I really fucking enjoy that thing. But that this is the place I, I've been making. And then you order decisions. lunch too? No, not no, no. I'm just saying, like...
0: How many times in a day might you order? Is there a chance that you're ordering three times a day?
1: No, never. And maybe on a weekend twice. Maybe. And both of those will be, like, from places... Like, that total damage will be, like, $60, which is a lot. But, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then during the week, it's not really like that. But still, but still, the fact that I am now doing that sometimes is not something that I would have ever done previously. And other little concerning things, like how... But before how you frivolously go, I'll yeah. rent a car. Uh, oh. Yeah, let's just rent a car. Whatever. Yeah, we'll just rent a car. Done. How
0: many times? That, wh- where? All, why? Why be, are you renting so many cars?
1: Because I, I still maintain that like it's less expensive for us to frivolously rent cars than to just have our own car.
0: But how? On a, uh, are you renting a car every week?
1: No. But like, okay, for example, I just, I just rent one, one. We were in Tampa. I'm going to talk about that in the next episode, too. I just rented one. Then I was about to rent one this weekend. I'm not. I have someone lent me theirs, which is ended up being nice. That's nice. They offered for lent sure. and rent. But then just
0: don't take the L.
1: <laughs> but then my parents are having their anniversary party. Somehow, <laughs> my parents are having an anniversary party, um, and you know, I, re- I rented a car for that. Yeah, no problem. It's the middle of August, so I would say if you break it all down, I'm probably renting in New York City seven, eight, s- five, six, seven cars a year.
0: I don't think that's I don't think that's bad. It's not that I, I, I don't much. think you're no, and it's definitely less expensive right? than running a car, hundred percent.
1: But still, normally, like for example, this weekend, like before, I would have had no problem just like taking the jitney if I were to go to the Hamptons, or taking a train, or even a fucking bus. And now I'm just like, nah, fuck it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's just like. It worries me slightly. And maybe I'm, I'm right to be worried. And maybe it's just like PTSD to like back earlier in my career when I'd like make a bunch of money real quick and then I'd spend it all. Okay. And then be like, I should have budgeted that out.
0: So, you know? okay. The two things that you've talked about are ordering food and renting cars. I, I think that both of those things <laughs> are a, you know, I, I, are in, a, in a way, a gentle improvement for you in your quality of life. Right, which you earned because you're making more money, right?
1: Mm -hmm. So you
0: you are doing better, and therefore you are allowing your. I'm saying compared to the days when you totally didn't do any of these things, sold your blood. Totally.
1: (laughs) No, you're right. You're right.
0: So you know, I think I think that's fine. I think that's fine. You are allowed to improve your quality of life in conjunction with an improvement in your income mm-hmm. for a certain and shouldn't punish yourself for that. Um I think that the things you've just mentioned are less worrisome than what I do, which is like, Oh, I've made a lot of money this month. I'm going to treat myself to an insanely out of, uh, out of touch purchase. Mm, right. Something right, right. that's like so beyond you know, if you can if you can kind of keep an eye on, well, I made X, so now I can spend 20% of that on, on right. frivolous shit to make my life better, then great. Nobody is that good. We're not Warren Buffett. N- yeah, We're not yeah. keeping an Excel spreadsheet. You know, I hate to say this, but all my truly smart, very successful friends, no matter how much more money they make, they all do keep spreadsheets. They do? Of their income and their... Sort of taxes and their expenses. They all have a very good handle on like on their P and L.
1: They all have spreadsheets. Yeah, they keep personal spreadsheets.
0: A couple of them I know do. That's
1: that's crazy. Um, And it
0: makes me feel like I'm stupid for not doing it.
1: I mean, listen. I think there's ways to be on top of it without having to be that specific. You know what I mean? Like if you are, you can be on top of it. I don't know. Like I hear you about the kind of big purchase thing being. You know, something that could give you anxiety. Because, you know, like you said, sometimes it'll be something... And there's no like there's no end in sight to that behavior.
0: Exactly. Is the
1: biggest problem, potentially.
0: Exactly. There's <laughs> always going to be chasing something the dragon. big to buy.
1: Right. That thing, like the process of conquering, buying, enjoying, and then coveting the next yeah. more impressive good mm-hmm. is potentially concerning. However... Yeah. It doesn't have to become a trend. No. And there are isolated incidents where you could buy yourself a nice thing and just really enjoy it. Right. Chill out all summer long with dadgrass because it's too nice to be couch locked, Francis. They'll mellow you out while keeping your head clear and ease away the stress of the day. I personally love taking a little drop of the dadgrass tincture, uh, the CBD tincture, dropping it under the tongue. Uh, and it really relaxes me out and doesn't make me have the paranoid thoughts. Yeah. It's like smoking, you know, a fat it's a, it's a
0: good speed for us. Yeah, yeah you're, you're kind of just getting a lot of the joy of having that kind of sip of a joint without the exactly. overwhelming, uh, thought-provoking, spiral-chasing-your-tail nonsense uh, that happens with heavy weed. Exactly.
1: Daggrass CBD products are made with 100% organic hem- hemp that's easy to dose and the effects come on smooth. Dagrass is legal, organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. They offer a variety of products from their token smokable pre-rolled joints, as well as hemp flour and a variety of CBD tincture drops, which I've already mentioned, and that I love. Enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All Dagrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Go to dagrass.com slash oops to check out all the products. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order. When you go to dadgrass.com slash oops, go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash oops.
0: But, but here's what I would say. Um, the ordering food thing, I mean, there are, I know a lot of people, I would say the majority of people I know who order food, not only more than they cook, but many exclusively order food. Mm-hmm. They Every dinner, every yeah, yeah, single I'm dinner they that. eat in New York City is either at a restaurant or ordered from Seamless. That's expensive. Or, you know, caviar or fucking Uber Eats. I, I know a lot of people for whom that's the case. First, first of all, I mean, I can't help myself. From an environmental perspective alone, the amount of packaging that those people are going through on a, on a nightly basis, because you know they're not friggin' washing... The plastic containers that the stuff comes in, and then recycling, them. so can
1: I ask you a question does it if you're recycling does it have to be thoroughly washed?
0: I think so, okay. if you try to put plastic containers that have you know b- fucking barata <laughs> crusted <laughs> all over the sides right and are greasy and stuff the the recycling center can't can't remold that into workable plastic. I don't think right and I don't think they're power washing it um. The worst right. thing, and I've talked to you about this, when we used to order <laughs> sugar fish mm-hmm. sushi. You oh, know, breaking s- down that box! Oh my god, it's a nightmare. <laughs> no, it's it's the forty tiny cups of wasabi, oh, right, right, ginger, right. soy sauce, like miso. What are all of that stuff? To go through every single one of those tiny little monkey hat containers and wash them you're like what am i even doing this for yeah you know uh, it's we shouldn't have ordered it but we can't help ourselves i agree i agree with you because we care too much
1: breaking down the boxes and all the little things like you described it's a it's a pain to be like all right you enjoyed your meal and you just want to relax and you're like oh now i have to like take on an arts and crafts project yeah
0: (laughs) yeah so we you know ordering that much Food, like ordering on a nightly basis. It's so funny because I know people who, you know, young people who don't make much money. They're new to the city. They're in their first job. And they just order because they don't have the time or the energy to cook. Mm -hmm. And they don't think that that's the reason that they're struggling to pay their rent. Mm -hmm. And it is. It's Mm -hmm. a huge part of it. Because what you can buy at Trader Joe's From the frozen section and how the cost of creating your dinner if you're willing to even just microwave that shit yeah it's not as good as ordering a friggin burrito or whatever but you're talking a third if not less of the price Mm -hmm. and it just to do it every night i mean really adds
1: up Mm it does it does
0: it really adds up i mean these guys you know i'm sure they've Let's say that on a night, Chris or Ryan, they're like, ah, fuck, I have a lot of editing to do. I don't have time to cook myself dinner. I'm just going to order, right? There's a, something to be said about that, where it's like, well, you're freeing yourself up to do work, mm-hmm. and that you can't really put a price on that. Mm-hmm. So if you have to order, you know, it's kind of like billionaires who say, well, I bought a private jet, and sure, the cost is high, but it allows me to fly to three different cities on a given day to hit three different meetings and you're like oh you can actually weirdly justify the cost of owning a private jet Mm -hmm. at that level Mm -hmm. uh from a work perspective it's similar that's sort of the same thing i would say chris thoughts
1: for some reason i have this superpower where i literally never order food i just like can't wrap my head around it for some reason and if i ever order food i go and pick it up and i'm a big uh, trader joe's guy i just go like even if you just buy like only frozen meals. It's like cheaper. It's like six dollars for one of those, and it's just like infinitely it's cheaper. It's unbelievable. It's God. Trader
0: Joe's yeah. is God's. Gift. I have one right near me, and too. I go out of
1: the way. I don't have one close to me, but I go an extra twenty five minutes to get that because it makes my life during the week it's so much, much easier. easier.
0: Dude, I when I was living in Brooklyn Heights, and I was just tutoring, I they had a Trader Joe's in the neighborhood, and it was I only ate Trader Joe's for right four one years in like the bank. Yeah. Yeah. For four years I ate that's all I ate.
1: It's great. It really they really do have good stuff. Yeah. And I guess there is one thing to be said too about like, you know, if you're wasting say you're quote wasting money on food or whatever, you know, and if you think that you have made decisions where like you're saving money on food and therefore you feel better buying a thing an expensive item, at least you then have that thing. You know what I mean? Right. You now have a cool thing as opposed to eating. It's just you eat it and that's it. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so potentially, if you are f- worried about your, you know, excessive spending in the field of items, mm-hmm. at least it's you're, you're getting stuff out of it. Right. You know? Right. Um, so whatever.
0: Okay. Very cool.
1: Very good. Francis, when I get back from a long road weekend, sometimes I really feel the need to reset. Yeah, cleanse the system you know, a little cleanse bit. cleanse the system. That's why Tuesdays are big. Yes, you uh, sure are. <laughs> and on said Tuesdays, I like to start my day off with a nice cup of Athletic Greens.
0: Oh, it's the only way to, to sort of set your soul back on track.
1: Totally, man. I mean, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to kind of create a nice, healthy habit to start my day to give me some momentum because mm-hmm. I do well when I've like, been doing well, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So it's nice to step out of bed and do basically the healthiest thing. Right. It's really for
0: good yourself. for your gut. It's like a car wash for your gut health. Yeah, that's how I like to do it. I know I've had a lot of bad <laughs> stuff lately, gone a little too hard at a gas station, whatever it is. I, I have some uh, athletic greens and I just it just resets me and makes me feel like I've, I've done a little bit to get myself back on track.
1: Totally, man. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body's going to actually absorb. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And it's unbelievably healthy, lifestyle-friendly, whether you are keto, pale, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery, which we love here at Ups, the podcast. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day, and that is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free 1-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and 5 free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/oops. Again, that is athleticgreens.com/oops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um, all right, you want to do a quick email and then uh, hit me call with an email.
0: Hit me with an email.
1: Honest mistake. This is <laughs> called Hey guys, along the logic of the use of the word literally, appropriate times to use it, etc. What classifies something as an honest mistake? What is an unhonest mistake? Aren't all mistakes honest? Because you never intended for the mistake to happen, which is why it's a mistake. We're on a road trip, can't quite figure this out.
0: Oh gosh, I, I, I disagree with this completely. I think there are absolutely dishonest mistakes.
1: Like something where you planned it type of thing? Where you were a bad boy and you chose to yeah, do that? Yeah, if your
0: motives were bad and... You made, you got caught, and it was only getting caught that made <laughs> you realize you'd made the mistake. Then that's a dishonest mistake. Uh-huh. An honest mistake is like if I had accidentally s- somehow spoiled your surprise birthday yesterday.
1: All oh, right. right,
0: <laughs> Like if I, which I almost did, by the way, because really? I was texting you and I was like, I almost wrote, like, yeah, I'll see you later tonight. Okay, and that would have been an honest mistake,
1: right? Like, right. right.
0: Ah, clearly, he didn't mean to do that.
1: Which is funny because it was so off my radar. If you were to be like, "Yeah, aren't you doing the show at the stand tonight?" and I would be like, "Oh no, I'm not." You'd be like, "Oh, my, I must have gotten coffee. right."
0: I would have been able to. You would have you been know, able to say it. Way out but of that's it. funny. You're right. That to me would be an, an honest mistake. Whereas, if for some reason I hated Hillary. <laughs> And I said, um, Julio, don't tell anyone, but we're planning a surprise birthday for you tonight and I'll see you there. Act surprised
2: mm-hmm. as a way of
0: like fucking getting, getting after her. And then you told her I'd said that. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, sorry. You know, that was a dishon- I shouldn't have done that.
1: Right. That was a dishonest. That mistake.
0: was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. That's a dishonest mistake.
1: <laughs> Another dishonest mistake is like cheating on someone.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. That's it's, it's, it, to me, it's, it's the difference between manslaughter and first degree murder.
1: Yeah. First right, premeditated you're right. wow, murder. you're right. You're exactly right. That's
0: premeditated so, murder that's really good. is a dishonest, <laughs> I don't mean mistake, I yeah. guess. I don't even know if you call it a mistake a dishonest mistake right and then manslaughter is is an honest mistake i didn't mean to to run over that person (laughs) who jumped out into the road i was driving the speed limit Uh i guess does that make sense
1: i think i want do do you don't you have to like have been doing something wrong for it to be manslaughter though like if you were just like a lot if you were just driving the normal speed limit and some guy jumped out in front of the car is that even manslaughter
0: good question i i don't know the answer to that vehicular manslaughter is it it, (laughs) like because you you do get (laughs) charged you do get charged with manslaughter right it can it it is a a crime yes it's a lesser crime but it is a crime crime. and so if you're just driving along and someone runs in front of your car and you're totally sober going the speed limit and you kill them do you is there is there anything or is the judge like, oh, that was just an honest mistake?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I think they probably examine it. Do you know it. what
0: I'm excited for? Facts with Ryan. As am I. As am I. Because I got a lot of questions. Ryan,
1: what do we got, pal? Let's get Ryan in the hot seat. Here
0: we go. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan.
3: <laughs> okay. Manslaughter one. Maybe on the next episode I can have that No for problem. You, no problem. There... You don't have the answer to that. It's <laughs> the it one I care about the most.
1: It just happened
3: um from what i'm reading i think you'll be okay but i'll get a real fact for you soon so let's get started from the beginning <laughs> bravo pizza is at the address that you said it's at 257 park ave south in new york <laughs> good blimps chris mentioned this earlier there's only 25 blimps right now Airsign airship group owns eight of them wow man piker <laughs> The definition of a piker is a gambler who only makes small bets or a person who withdraws from a commitment.
1: That's amazing.
0: Hang on. Pause. Does that fit with what Brent said?
1: I I think like ceremonially, yes. Like a piker is just a loser, dude. Remind
0: me of his use of it. He
1: said if he goes... If, you pur- if you're if you purchasing the Piker Fair, you're going to get treated like a Piker.
0: So, Piker, that to me, it's someone who makes small bets. It's somebody who's, like, abstemious and careful with their money. And therefore, yeah, I, would, I think that's fine. What yeah, was it the works.
1: second thing you said? Of a person
3: it? who withdraws from a commitment.
1: Yeah, I think it's fine. The first, I think it it's first works. the first one. I'm, I'm good with yeah, that. it works. Mm-hmm.
3: Life vests. The Milpro <laughs> Life Vest can be fitted with front and back ballistic panels and thus be simultaneously a bulletproof vest... And an operational jacket (laughs) as a buoyant life jacket. Are those
0: available for sale to the public?
3: I think so, yeah. I kind of want one of those. I kind of want one of those. That might be my wedding present to myself. (laughs) You said you drove through Cornwall, Connecticut?
0: Cornwall, yeah.
3: Cornwall? So, Cornwall, Connecticut is home of the Covered Bridge. Covered Bridge. We
0: saw, we drove across it. Yeah,
3: it's featured in the opening scene of the 1967 drama valley of the dolls
2: wow okay
0: okay
3: uh (laughs) malaria one to three million people die each year from malaria 90 percent of those deaths come from children ages five and under Mm. so wow hate to see it bayonets uh they were responsible for less than one percent of the deaths during the civil war
0: so then what about malaria What, what how many civil war soldiers died from malaria is the question I'll get back to that. Because I said more people died from malaria during the Civil War than did from bayonets. And I don't know if that's true. You can you can keep going and,
3: and we'll figure that out. Uh, 1.3 million. No, no, no. Uh, there were 1.3 million cases and 10,000 deaths.
1: Interesting.
0: What, what, it, it, do you, do
1: you
3: during the, the Civil War. Do you
0: hear the insane... That was insane.
1: Not coincidence.
0: That, many, yeah. that the same number of people contracted malaria in the civil war as die on a yearly basis
1: today from the disease. That is crazy. In the
3: United States alone, there's about five deaths a year now. Got it. Okay. Uh, the song you guys were singing was yeah, baby, she's got it by (laughs) Venus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then this was interesting. New York city implemented a permanent cap on the delivery app fees. So they can't exceed 20% of the order anymore. Hmm you huh. did that around COVID. It's one of the nice. only cities like that, that have kept it since.
1: That's nice. Great, uh, Ryan, excellent work, man. Thanks, Thanks for, for facts really with that.
0: Ryan. Thanks for that, Ryan. Uh, and, and if you could try to find the manslaughter uh, sort of ins and outs so that we can try to avoid that and just make honest mistakes when we kill people, <laughs> <On it. laughs> that would be very helpful. Um, um, awesome. Anything coming up for you?
1: Yeah, I'm in Seattle, July 28th at the Crocodile. It uh, should be a really good show. I'm excited for it. Uh, so hope to see you there. You can get tickets on my website, not julio.com.
0: Very nice. Um, I've got St. Louis Helium this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with Lil Sass from Barstool Sports, co-headlining. Going to be really fun. Uh, get tickets for that, francisels.com. He and I are also going to be in Red Bank, New Jersey on August 10th and Jersey City on August 4th. Uh so get tickets for all of that, Francisells dot com. Uh and thank you so much, guys.